As April rolls into May, we, well, we're getting to the end of the school year, and also with April comes spring football practice and the second season, if you will, and uh, Coach Joel Penner, um, spring football. Uh, there are all kinds of uh, imagery and notions with spring football, the relative importance of it, and as I've been around more and more, this is really where you lay the groundwork for next fall because by and large, your lineup, who you're going to be utilizing, mainly is in camp right now and you've got the opportunity to maybe look at some people who were scout team last year and move forward. This is a big time of the year for your program. For sure, yeah. I, I look at it as um, probably your most important five weeks of development of your roster. Um, you know, depth charts uh, more or less don't exist. Everyone's getting an opportunity for the most part. And um, it's a chance to really uh, see guys progress. And, and you know, when we, when we take a roster of 120 or so guys and we travel half of them, there's a, there's a lot of guys you don't really get a look at. And so uh, spring is great because, you know, you may have a, a guy who was fourth on the depth chart last fall and he's lined up against our number one defensive lineman, you know, and we get to see how that looks. Um, and that, that scenario probably never would have happened in the fall. And so, uh, it's yeah, it's been great for uh, being able to see guys, uh, great to figure out, you know, as we look ahead or peek around the corner, who are the guys we want to put the ball in their hands? You know, where's the depth going to be? We've, we've got objectives we want to, to cover, and, and I feel like this spring has been awesome. we got just a couple days left here, and, and then we'll be on to summer. What did you want to – what were you looking at specifically this year? Um, you, you've, obviously, you graduate some people out. You've got some spots that need to be filled. What were your questions going into spring football? Well – we said as a staff that uh, we, we really got three objectives this spring. Um, I'll spend most time discussing the, the last one, but number one is health. And, you know, it would be a shame to overdo it in spring or to be unwise with how we, we practice and lose somebody. And I've had that happen before in my career. It's, it's devastating. It's foolish and in most cases avoidable. And so we've really worked hard and for the most part had a healthy spring. Um, the second objective is is – depth chart clarity and you know whether it's replacing our wide receivers figuring out who's going to go there you know our quarterback battle has been really good and we've got three very able quarterbacks who have been sharing reps in the spring and um, you know a few positions uh, here or there on defense just trying to figure out uh, our depth chart but then the, the I think the most important objective is what what I'm calling field goal block football and uh, to explain that a little bit last year I, I really feel like I had a, a nugget for a coaching um, teaching example, uh, a point to bring to the guys. We blocked 10 field goals, Mike, and I have never in my entire career heard of or seen a team block 10 field goals. And uh, if there were all conference awards given out for blocking field goals, we would have had at least three guys be first team. Um, now, these guys have other jobs too, right? They're, they're, they're defensive linemen. There are, there's a defensive back that blocked a lot of field goals and um, obviously they're great players um, doesn't mean they were all conference at their other position. And so it just really got us thinking, what if we could play football with the same speed and tenacity and, and freedom uh, from being, you know, encumbered by 
you know, all the decisions that go into uh, playing, say, corner or defensive back or tight end, what if it was just go play? And that's what field goal block is. You really don't coach a lot. You just say, go get the ball. Um, and we were exceptional. And so as a coaching staff and as a team, we've really tried to build our systems to free our guys up to play what we call field goal block football. Because the talent and the athleticism is there. We just have to play confident, fast, like we do on field goal block last year. And it's been a neat way. I've started almost every team meeting with a few clips of, you know, highlighting these mm -hmm. kind of things. And um, it, it's been uh, really good in our spring that way. I think it's it's helping us coach with more essentialism and, and intentionality. And it's helping our players recognize where they need to put some, put some uh, skin in the game to play that way. How many guys do you have out there on uh... – like uh, this Saturday when you're you know, you're concluding your practice, how many how many guys do you have out there? Well, we're, we have about a hundred guys padded up. Okay, um, but they're not all healthy right now. Right, we, we, you know we're holding some guys out. Whenever uh, you have a a guy who's not fresh, we we are pretty uh, you know willing to keep that guy out of practice. So we'll probably pad up about eighty five to ninety this weekend. What? You you had you brought Dakota State in. You you uh, had a, a practice slash scrimmage with them a couple of weeks ago. What does that do for you in the spring to see somebody else? It's huge. I mean, to to be able to set that up in the winter and know that hey guys, in in three months we actually get another opponent. Um, it's not something we're used to in the spring, um, and and I think it was great just to help us keep a focus, knowing that kind of two thirds of the way through spring ball we're we're gonna have you know, uh, a night where we get to change it up a little bit and uh, get to go live and test ourselves a little bit. Um, Dakota State was a second-place team in the North Star and, um, you know, I think worthy competition for us to test ourselves. And um, I think we had a lot of fun. Um, the guys looked forward to it and played quite well, actually. What's it like having the Dome at your disposal or the the possibility of scheduling practices in there? I ran into one of your linebackers today, and I said, have you have you gone outside at all? Okay. He said, no. We've been able to do it. I mean, it's scheduled out, go inside, have our practices. Yeah. What's that? What What does that do for you? Dome's been great. Um, what a blessing. You know, all not just spring ball, but all winter to be able to do our, our speed training and all of our work in there. Number one, it's a surface that we play on. It's not a gym floor. It's not a rubber floor. Um, we don't have shin splints. You know, our soft tissue injuries are way down from what they've been before. Um, that right there to me is is enough. But I would say, too, um, our climate in March and April here, as you know, is, is not always conducive to outdoor sports. And um, there is an element of, well, you're going to play in the fall outside. You should – you know, we don't want to become a dome team. We don't want to become the Vikings. Sure. Um, in that regard, can't can't play in the cold and the wind. But um, we're not going to be running inside in the fall when there's bad right. weather. Yeah. Uh, in the spring, we would have gone outside some days, but a lot of it is just the manpower to move all our equipment. Right. It wasn't worth it. So we've we've done every single practice indoors, and um, you know, I think it's huge. I just think the work we've gotten done is so focused. Um, and it's allowed us to stay healthier. Um, it, it's just a big win for our for our school and our program. As the spring winds down, uh, this is something I've not asked. And uh, where are you at with your coaching staff? Um, are are we fully full go for fall? Do we have some spots to fill yet? Where are we at in that front? 
Yes, uh, great question. Um, right now, have all of our coaching staff returning um, except for Nathan Kabongo. Uh, finishing up his GA, and uh, we're very excited for him. He's got a great opportunity uh, at a nearby high school um, to, uh, yeah, take what he's learned here and, and uh, help make another program better. So we are currently advertising for a defensive okay. backs grad assistant. Um, but uh, as of right now, we're, we're staffed and ready to go. Are you still recruiting? Is there – are there players out there yet at this point, or is it just it has to be the right the right guy at the right time at this point? I mean, what, what where's that at? I mean, I'm I'm just trying to get a get a handle on what your off season those nine months where you're not on the field what those look like. Are you do you even take calls right now? Yeah the the uh, the work of recruiting is is a three sixty five mm-hmm. almost. Um, 24-7 thing. Um, you never really stop. Um, you know, the class of 2023, um, we're really not actively recruiting. Right. Um, most, I'd say 99.5% of our efforts right now are on the class of 2024. Sure. You know, we're, we're, we're making contacts. We're starting to gear up for offers. We're getting our camps ready. We're uh, getting ready to blitz the area and be out in high schools and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, the work of a recruiter is never really done. So, um, I, I guess the question should have been is 2020, the book is more yeah. or less closed on 2023 and you shift your focus to 2024 almost exclusively at this point. I would say yes, except for rare and unique exceptions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What? What are you going to do when things get closed down uh, on Saturday when things are finished with spring practice? What's what does May look like for your team for your well for your team and for your staff? Yeah, well for our players it's it's uh, finished strong in the classroom yeah. and it's focusing on finals. We intentionally finish spring ball a week before finals so that they have that whole week to just focus and we really leave the guys alone and and encourage them to focus on studies and um, and so and then, you know, the team will be off. We'll have a lot of guys in the area this summer working out, working in the area, uh, even living on campus. They'll, they'll get their workouts going. Um, for the guys who have internships or go home, they will also, uh, you know, be diligent in their workouts. That's, that's just a, a given now for our team. But, uh, you know, our coaching staff, we're going to take a deep breath this weekend um, and then hit the road. We, we need to get out and recruit, and we've all got trips planned. We've been, you know, plotting out all of our uh, high schools that we're going to be at and, and the kids we're going to see, and, um, you know, every coach on our staff will be out running around. So, What am I not asking that I should be? I mean, what, what am I missing? Yeah, well, I suppose there's, there's a lot we could talk about. Folks want to know a lot about the quarterback position. Um, you they know, always want to know about the quarterback I, I position. <laughs> I'll probably disappoint in my response because I, <laughs> I, I, I'm guarded in what I say. We've had three, like I said, three very uh, competent and able quarterbacks. Um, and uh, Defender Nation hasn't seen two of them, hardly at all, except for some JV action last year uh, in Colson Cruz and Ty Clemens. But uh, those two and, and Cade McDaniel have been doing a great job this spring and uh, it's a great, great race right now. I'm probably not going to be announcing a starter uh, until well into the summer. Um, all three will be in the area okay. working this summer. Um, 
So I guess it's good to say it on the air so I get fewer questions about it later. <laughs> um, you know, some surprises maybe uh, from spring ball. Okay, what what are some surprises? I, I love where our defense is at right now. Um, almost all returners were replacing Colton Vandenberg on yeah. the D-line. We're replacing uh, Bryce Christians as a linebacker. And, um, you know, uh, Ty Waring has stepped up really, really nicely in that linebacker position. His versatility is – I mean, he can run with with any receiver. He's he's yeah. really fast. He's got sprinter speed, yeah. Tremendous uh, pass rusher. Um, and then just, just really developing a nose for the ball and how to get off blocks and reading the box and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Cooper Hidalgo is, is replacing that defensive yeah. end spot um, that, that's uh, in need. And of, he was probably ready for – I mean, he was yeah. to that point. I mean, yep. if, even if there isn't a spot available, you're figuring out a way that he gets his fair share of reps. Well, we've rotated the alignment so much. Yeah. Um, we're, I mean, my entire – Small college coaching career, it's been, oh, we can't find D linemen. What are mm-hmm. we going to do? You know, uh, we're, we're just blessed right now. We've got a stable of, of really good defensive linemen, uh, a lot of them seniors next year. So mm-hmm. it's going to be good to get future guys ready. Um, you know, in our secondary, uh, the corner position was a little bit by committee last year with a couple of guys. Uh, Matt Baumgars had a great spring. That's what I heard. Um, you know, Grant Hickson's been super solid and steady. A returning starter that we yep. we we expect to do really well in spring. You know, Matt's just come a long way and really stood out. So, um, our our defense to me is the headline of this next team. Okay, as of right now, um, I, I think I think we're going to have an elite G Pack defense, and excited to see what those guys do. I've had some questions about the playoff field, yep. and uh, for some reason, the notion out there was. Expanding to 20, but not until 2025. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why that date got thrown out there, but I've had to dispel that several times. And the fact of the matter is this coming fall, 2023, the NAI is going to have an additional four spots in their playoffs, correct? That's right. There'll be 20 teams selected, which will put the the NAI in a abiding by the policy of 20% mm-hmm. making championship, okay. which we've been below for decades um, as the NAI has expanded. Um, and so, yeah, that's a huge move for the NAI. And most, well, all other sports have been enjoying, you know, some sports up into the 30% uh, of those teams qualify for postseason. Right. But in football, it's been right around, you know, 18, 17% of the teams are in the sure, playoffs. Sure, because there's what, around 100? Just give, under. Give or, give yep. or take. Yep. So, just okay. under. So that, that's a big opportunity for, say, a third place G PAC team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we squeaked in as the third place G PAC team yeah. a number of years ago. Um, and that's not a given by no. any, I mean, uh, people that think, oh, automatic third place spot, that's what right. you're shooting for now. That maybe. Yeah, and not to get in too much of the weeds of it all, but there's what we call ARCs, which yep. are regional rankings, and we are paired with the mid-states. They're not too shabby. Which is, I would say right now, when you're looking externally, top to bottom, you probably have to say the mid-states, east and west, and the GPAC would be the three best, yeah. you know, the, the power three, if there was such a thing. Right now, yep. And we're paired with them. And so um, to represent the, the whole nation, there's going to be some – 
it's, it's going to be difficult to consistently have a third place GPAC team and it's going to have to be easily justifiable. Yep. And of course, I hope we don't have to even worry about third place. No. Let's, uh, let's, let's go, go for, for number one, go for one or two for yeah. sure. And, um, leave no doubt, but, uh, it, it is encouraging to know that we're at the 20% now and not just us, but, but everyone's got a, a, a better opportunity now. Sure. I don't think we have anything else. We're gonna we're gonna close it down, and my guess would be uh, we'll we'll obviously talk between now and August, but we won't record anything or anything like that. But I uh, hope you uh, hope the next couple of days go without incident or major event for you. Smooth. We want smooth for the last couple of practices, and then uh, enjoy your summer, whatever that looks like. I know it's busy with recruiting and things like that, but. Uh, uh, August will be here before we know it, and uh, let's not flip the calendar too fast. Let's try to enjoy each day, shall we? Well, that's good advice. I have my calendar. You'd be proud, Mike. There's some time blocked off. Me too. Good. <laughs> All right. That's Coach Joel Penner talking uh, some football, and uh, that's our Defender Discussions for today.